Root Insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. You're listening to Fucks Given, the one with Sophie Milner. Welcome to Fucks Given. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And we are on a mission to revolutionise the sex space, break down barriers and give the lowdown on all things sexy. Every week, we will welcome a special guest to share with us their juicy details about their best fucks, worst fucks, or even the fucks that changed them. And we'll also hear your guys' sex questions and your worst sex stories. We're all about celebrating your sex. We're removing the stigma around the whole number bullshit. No matter how many people you've slept with, the number never matters because the fucks given are the fucks that made us. Hello, Sophie. Hi. Hey I'm there. so excited to be on here. And you guys have the sexiest voices to oh, listen stop. to. I'm like, wow. You, yeah, you're going to join the Sexy Voice Club. Ooh, okay. We'll do like audio porn together, like us three in a room talking sexily into microphones. I like it. What a great business idea. Oh, yeah. It exists too. Oh my god, audio porn. I love it. Okay, that's great. This is what I need to get into when I'm yeah. on the tube. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, imagine. That's when you're actually on the really tube. cruel to yourself. Yeah, like, you'll be sitting be like, there super horny. I know, but it's kind of hot in a way. Like, oh, you'll yeah. Be like, Oof, like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like reading an erotic novel whilst you're traveling yeah. Like, yeah. on the train. Oh, like, on a plane. On a plane. I always get so horny when I'm on a plane. Like, it's like, because, yeah. especially because I do like so long horny. distance to my boyfriend as well. It just heightens oh, God, everything yeah. so much. The, the more. anticipation. Yeah. And oh. it's, but just in general, like, even when I'd be going on a work trip to LA, I'd be there like, God, I think I might have to go to the bathroom in a minute and oh not to God. have a wee. <laughs> well, I mean, trust me, if there's no one sitting either side of you, it's really easy to oh, have a wang. Yeah, like I've definitely, like, I, like when I flew to, oh, where did I go? Thailand with my ex boyfriend. We yeah. definitely had a bit of a play <gasps> underneath oh, the blanket on the long haul. Join the, like, the semi mile hike. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, sick. he had a little bit of a, like, finger and a little play of my oh clit. My and I gave him a bit of a hand job underneath the pillow but it was because we had nobody next to us yeah it's and too then easy. we were like yes and then we pulled the thing up and then we were all like cuddling and then having Aww. a little bit of a hee 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 so yeah it was, <laughs> it was good yeah I forgot that happened oh, I love that yeah <laughs> I, I masturbated on a plane yeah. it was like you know when everyone's asleep and there's no one next to you and that. I'm just like sitting there like quickly trying to do it as quick as possible <laughs> I have to say I have never felt horny on a plane what, what? you need to be oh, on those like long God. long motherfucker yeah. ones and it's just like you're just there and it's kind of boring and then I I find that I get most horny when I'm just like doing like nothing. Like yeah. 3 p.m. in the afternoon if I'm at home working is like peak, three to four is okay. peak horny time. Like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah, me I just, too. Like honestly, like if I'm gonna like get like turned on and send my boyfriend a naughty picture, it will be at three in the afternoon, which is annoying because the time difference to Australia is like between nine and 11 hours where oh, he lives depending yeah. on like daylight oh. savings. So he'll be, he's always asleep and I'm there like, 
babe, babe, like, please <laughs> wake so, up. Yeah, like, satisfy me. Yeah, literally, like, and then he'll like wake up and be like, damn it, you should have called me. It's like I called you three times, you didn't pick up. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, like, that I'll time just delay. Look to myself. <laughs> oh, well, enough about horny plane rides. Yes. Uh, please tell our listeners, our curious fuckers, a little bit about yourself. Yes, um, apart from the girl who gets horny on planes, um, <laughs> yeah. I am a predominantly fashion. Well, it used to be fashion, more so lifestyle now influencer. Mm-hmm. My background is in kind of journalism, but oh, cool. kind of just went into blogging full time, influencing full time. It always, I always feel really wanky using the term influencer because it oh, feels like same. it has such <laughs> yeah. a bad name. But then I just rem- like I remind myself of if you're inf- using your platform for good and like influencing for good, not just yeah. hey buy this like skinny shake and shit like that. Yeah. Like if you're infusing mm-hmm. your platform for good, that's a great thing. And I like to think that I do do that. It's like, hey, here's yeah. my outfit, but also here's my take on this issue with sexism and feminism and <laughs> yeah, bringing important really good. issues to people. And it kind of stemmed only more recently into talking about sex and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a hard I- subject to really come out because you're in, in quite like a, in a safe space yeah. and talking about sex, people can really back away from oh it and freak God. out. Oh, completely, because I do Sunday, Q- Sunday night Q&As every Sunday and it somehow ended up being becoming this kind of agony aunt thing mm-hmm. a little bit and Ooh. people message him being like oh like my boyfriend's done this and my answer nine times out of ten is usually just dump him he sounds like a total <laughs> fuck boy but one like you know I had uh, this weekend I, I I don't want to sound mean by laughing but a girl messaged me bless her and she was like oh my boyfriend wants me to sit on his face during sex that's so weird isn't it like what the hell should I do and I felt really I didn't reply to it because I was like it's kind of a difficult one because it's like that yeah. is that to her she's clearly really uncomfortable with that and doesn't want yeah. to do it but like to a lot of other people especially the kind of friends I, i'm friends with that's the the complete utter norm so yeah it's, one yeah. Of those things it's like you know i don't want i was like oh this is a bit of a tricky one and also i i think to a lot of my audience that kind of thing would have been quite laughable to them and i don't want people to laugh at someone thinking no, oh, yeah, no, like true. i i i like you know it's weird and stuff like that because that's your yeah. own personal comfort mm-hmm. level so it is it's, it's it, i guess because i come from this more of a like say like you said say, safe space where mm-hmm. everyone's a bit more innocent and not many influencers do talk about yeah dildos and sex and things like that <laughs> like unless they are predominantly sex like us influencers. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah. so but that, know, that's okay because you do talk about other other stuff yeah. but stuff so, that's okay but then when i start talking about things like that some people are like most people love it because yeah. most people because you know what you everyone's go, doing yeah, it yeah everyone's doing it and you go for drinks with your friends and the first thing you start talking about is sex like Literally. whether you're yeah. not having sex with your boyfriend whether you're shagging somebody new so it's the fact that everyone loves to fucking talk about sex mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah like, I was there like it's great if people want to talk about sex with me brilliant fuck number one the last fuck okay um, so my last fuck was with my boyfriend Jimmy when I was over in Australia about three and a half weeks ago and it was the last night before I flew home and 
So his friend, we went on a night out and his friend had given us Viagra sachets and was like, what? Yeah, like Viagra, like jelly like sachets. A, like you drink them? Yeah, like, and, and he was there like, oh, just in case, like, you know, you have any trouble tonight, Jimmy and stuff. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. And, like, no because, pressure. No, but they, they all do that quite a bit over there. I'm not really? sure if it's Is like an Aussie the... Kiwi thing. Or Must be. Like, it's a sense of humor, like, that's hilarious. Yeah, and like if they go on like nights out and they know they're going to like see their girlfriend, they'll like often take Viagra. Wow, I know, so- that's like so good common i mean because i know that viagra you can feel quite high from it yeah it's so, almost like a <laughs> recreational drug well yes yeah, so that's the thing so we didn't take them that night because he was like oh one for you so because apparently it heightens a woman's libido wow. like, i'm not yeah. sure obviously everyone's seen the sex in the city episode that's but... what i was just thinking of <laughs> the time where samantha takes it with that yeah, guy and then she's like oh and like, yeah. uh, like literally and it is almost I mean, like Viagra's not supposed to affect women but no. Viagra's a brand name we're talking about like sexual enhancements yes, sexual enhancements yeah. so I it was one of these things where I was like I'm good we're both gonna have it anyway we were this was like my last night we ended up being like yeah. oh we never we never took it so let's give it a go and I we were using the Lelo Sona sex toy on me because oh, yeah. yeah. it's my fave and he, he loves <laughs> using it with me because he's like you know I like I love watching what it does to you it's great oh, yeah. and he's Amazing. very like pro he was the one who introduced sex toys <gasps> into the relationship oh, wow. wow yeah because we were doing like long distance and kind of like having phone sex and he was there, like that makes have so you got sense. any toys and I was like uh, yes I do like, <laughs> and does that not intimidate you and he's like absolutely not it's the biggest turn on and I'm like oh that's, oh, that's so, so good, good. I was just, like, you're, you're so perfect it's great so we so yeah. I I, we, you know, we were using this toy and like I'd taken this Viagra stuff, whatever it was. He was fine. And I was there, like, I don't know if this is placebo effect, but I like, when I like was reaching climax, I got so hot and I just was all over my body. And like, I literally nearly screamed completely. Oh, and oh then, my God. Oh, from like, pleasure or shock? From like, pleasure, <laughs> but it was like such an intense buildup. Wow. And he was like laughing amazing. at me after and was like, Sophie, I thought your head was going to pop off and explode. <laughs> and he was just like, and he was laughing at me because he was like, I literally was really worried because I thought your head was going to like explode. I, you just went bright red and your face was screwed up. Wow. And I was like, wow, that was pr- probably a really hideous orgasm. I'm sorry. Uh, he probably loved it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, like, I don't know if it was it was the stuff that we took or if it was placebo effect. But either way, I was like, I mean, I'm not. It I'm must not, have done something. Yeah, I'm mm. not going to rush out and buy it or whatever. I don't know where you, like, but well, that particular stuff we took, it tasted disgusting. It was oh, meant really? to be like butterscotch syrup flavor as well. But, um, well, next time you go there bring some back I know I will like (laughs) hey girls I've got you some goodies to try (laughs) so yeah like so that was that was that and it was just it was it was great so yeah that was the last fuck and it was a fantastic one so yeah that is an incredible story (laughs) that sounds amazing (laughs) it was it was quite fun I've never I've never sort of actually apart from that sex in the city episode I've never heard people actually using Viagra especially when they don't need to yeah I mean my my partners used Viagra before but just because you know I got it from work and it was a very normal thing when you're in the porn industry it's like the backup Mm -hmm. in case things don't go wrong because obviously everyone unfortunately you've got a job to do and it's if you're man downing then (laughs) we need to sort it out oh absolutely so viagra is just like quite a staple on porn sets um as an emergency and i bought some back for my partner and he tried it when we were at a fetish club Mm. um but he could. He said he didn't really know if it worked or not. Yeah. But that different. There are different types. There are different yeah. pills. Yeah. You always get like the little blue pill. There are fakes as well. A lot mm-hmm. of fakes out oh, there. Wow. Um, yeah, definitely. So I mean, I'd love to try those sachets. Yeah. yeah. I know that from when talking sure. to um, the. It was a 
um, a bloke who did gay for pay. Yeah. So he was a straight man who did gay porn because you get paid four times the a amount. Lot. And he, he the way he was describing Viagra is that he, he ends up almost like feeling like a bit like he's on MD. Really like hot waves and yeah. he gets like quite red and blotchy yeah. um, and his vision kind of blurs a little bit. So I imagine that yeah. with you know with sex that could be quite pleasurable yeah definitely and that's kind of what it felt like when it kind of actually felt like I was coming up from MD yes. as I was climaxing because it was that it was that sort of heat wave flushing through my body and I felt like it was coming sort of all the way like out and like reaching my extremities and yeah it was it, was, it did feel like my head was gonna so interesting off. So, yeah, yeah. It's, um, great I'll have to bring some for you guys yeah need to try it over. also I feel like we've skipped over quite a big part of this conversation was the fact that your boyfriend lives in Australia <laughs> and you live in London. He yeah, does. It's crazy. He does. Um, yeah, we met in a bar in LA. Back. Oh wow! Yeah, he not was, even here. No, he was um, he was over for Coachella, and I was there for um, another festival, and we just met in a bar in LA, and we just really hit it off. And wow, we never thought that we'd see each other again. He tried to get me Aww. to go back with him that night, but I was like, he was in a sling, he'd broken his arm, and <gasps> oh, actually, quite guy. funnily, I said to him, like, I wasn't that interested in him at first. I kind of think I fancied his mate a little bit more, at first. <laughs> <laughs> which I really didn't after like about two minutes with them. Yeah, but yeah. I said to him, I was like, wow, I feel so sorry for you. You're this like, you know. Hot, you know, a hot group of guys. You've come over here to America. You could have cleaned up, but you've broken your fucking arm. No girl is gonna want to fuck a guy in a sling. And this is pity fucking. Yeah, well, yeah. I, that's what I said I was like, you're gonna get pity fucking. He was like, well, I've still got my tongue I can use. And I was like, oh, okay. He, he shut, told you. Yeah, he yeah. shut me up. And I was like, oh, I quite like this one. Yeah, like, yeah hot. Quite like it. And it's then balls. I know, I know. And I really appreciated that. But then I didn't go back with him. He was like, come back with me. And I was like, no, I'm not like going back and fucking you in a hotel room with your friends in there you're in a sling I'm on my period I've no issue with period sex I also hadn't had a wax in about two months and not that I really have an issue about that either I was just there like it's not just so many it. things are working against us right now so, yeah yeah and then yeah we saw each other at the very end of the trip right before I got my plane home yeah. and he got his plane home and we just carried on chatting and because he had a broken arm he couldn't go back to work because he does a lot of manual labor stuff mm. oh. and then he came to meet me out in Bali on my holiday with my friends wow. and we just spent like a week together alone at the end of it and we just really hit it off Ooh. and then we just started and then I went then I ended up booking a last minute flight to Melbourne <laughs> two weeks later oh like three God. days in advance and went Whoa. and spent a week with him in Melbourne where I got gastroenteritis <gasps> and spent the week <gasps> running to the bathroom I had to go to hospital um, with no. severe diarrhea and have a have a drip in. Oh my goodness, so we, we had to basically. That is the worst thing to have when you just started dating someone. Yeah, it was like. No. But then you had to. It forced us to, you know. And he was. He said to me, he was. Mm. He was like, you know what? This has kind of made me like you even more. And Aww. I think he actually said. Um, I'm pretty sure he said he loved me when so when I was in hospital about to get my drip put in and the woman then the doctor wheels in a commode for me to shit in so they can test my shit. Oh and my god. And she's goodness. like, Oh, did I just interrupt something? Yeah. And thanks. I was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And it was just so funny. So That's yeah. lovely. It's a that lovely, it's so a beautiful cute. love story. So it yeah. Really and now we just do every three weeks, like I either go to him or he comes to me or we every travel. Every three weeks you travel that far. Well, it works out, yeah. Like so he goes to work for three weeks and then yeah, and then he'll either travel to London or I travel to Australia or we'll do something in between like yeah. we're going to do Sri Lanka in February 
he's from New Zealand originally, so I'm mm-hmm. going back to New Zealand pos- probably in March to do that. So yeah, it's a, that's so good that you have a job that you can oh, make that relationship honestly, work. Like, other because otherwise we've said it like as much as we like connect and click and the chemistry is so amazing. Realistically, if we both worked normal nine to five jobs and had twenty five days annual leave, yeah, this would not work. No, like it just simply wouldn't. Not. Which is yeah. so we're very lucky that we've like this coincidence has just happened. Wow. Fuck two. The first fuck. I actually ended up doing it for the first time with a boyfriend that I had. And he was a couple years older than me and went to a different college to me. Mm-hmm. And was he we did like ev- we did everything but penetrative sex and it was great and it was actually yeah. really fun because we'd I'd never really done much else with anyone else and neither had he mm-hmm. so you've never got those pressures of thinking oh my god like am I any good like what am I is he comparing me to this person and all that shit that yeah, you tend to think of usually really good. in yeah. your like probably late teens early 20s so and even into late 20s a lot of the time we had mm-hmm. no like inhibitions or anything so it was great but then when it actually came to the, I basically found out he'd been texting some girl from his work oh, and God's he's sake. and then I, I i was like do you fancy her and he said yes and i was Aww. like okay and i was like why and he was like well she's had sex and you have it oh, oh no, i know so i know and then this was on my new year's eve party oh. my secret new year's eve party i had whilst my parents were somewhere else and i no. lied and said that i was only having two people over i oh. had 12 people over oh, it was a, the best so, time i know it was the best time it was the worst time and oh. then he told me he was like yeah she's had sex and he was like do you have any idea what it feels like to be the only like 18 year old virgin in my friendship group and i was like oh my god the pressure what the hell and then like we sort of he apologized for texting this girl said he wouldn't text her anymore and then about two weeks later i lost my virginity to him because i kind of felt in a way like I had to. Oh, and what really you were pressured. Yeah, yeah, literally like, pressured. I felt like he wasn't going to like love me anymore and stuff oh, like that. And fuck. also to make it like worse, it actually was just terrible. And like my first kiss, which was also terrible. During, oh, whilst I was happening, I just... I just thought, I was like, if this is sex, I never really want to have sex ever again. Oh, it was just shit. That is not a good... It, it can't have been so good. And it wasn't, it wasn't painful or nothing. It was just that like, I was lying there thinking, am I meant to be moaning like I would do when he's going down on me? Because yeah. that's the stuff I enjoy, but it doesn't yeah. feel anything. But obviously it was his first time as well. The yeah. pressure was on him. Like it was just, it was shit from all angles basically. Yeah, so fuck. yeah, that was the first fuck. It wasn't very memorable. And the sex after, it never really got better. And then I think we broke up not too long after because turns out he was texting another girl. Of course. Of course. Yeah. So yeah, I told That's him. That's so to, shitty. Yeah. But it's also, you know, like having, having sex like that is okay. It's just we've been brought up to think that we need to have it yeah. in this magical Disney lit film kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like oh, that. And it never, and when it, it very rarely happens like that. And if you have that expectation of that happening, a lot of the time you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. Because, Definitely. you know, it, it's, it's not even necessarily the actual sexual act itself. It's the things that surround it and the relationship and things like that. Like, I just kind of wish we'd just done it earlier days and got yeah. it out of our way when things were on probably a better level and it yeah. felt more natural rather than me thinking, shit, he's not going to fancy me anymore Did if you I don't bang it. Yeah, that's Did you fucked. want to do it before when you were doing everything else? I kind of did, but I was always like, let's get a condom. And he was like, but you're on the pill. And I was there like, oh, I want a condom anyway. Yeah, and then Jesus. he was, I had been told before that he went to have sex with his ex-girlfriend 
but every time they went to have sex and she was like let's use a condom he just like lost his erection so it was it was like a known thing about him so yeah it was like and so every time i think we went to do it like probably twice and every time i said let's get a condom it went down and and then we never we never did it again so in the end yeah. I just kind of we did it I was on the pill we didn't use a condom mm. and I was like well, that what's, was terrible what's happened in his life for him one to fuck up like that and two to get that idea in the head that you know a condom's that bad I know I it know. is really strange actually why but, guys get this performance anxiety around mm. condoms I don't I'm not sure what it is I know you know what the only anxiety I would feel around condoms was the fact that like I hadn't experienced putting them on somebody because obviously yeah. I don't have a penis. Yeah. So yeah. like you know you hear about girls who are like oh yeah I put a condom on him with my mouth. Oh that, that was like that. that's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's the thing. And I was like as a sixteen year old I was thinking how do I do that? Am I meant to do this? And but like, I, I got taught at school you know in sex ed yeah, who got how given, to put on with your mouth. No not on with our mouth. <laughs> but we got so given dicks and, and they taught us how to put it on another See, person. I can't I didn't on a dick. I didn't have that because I went to a Catholic school so our sex oh. Oh, you know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, our sex education was a very hushed thing. It was a private. It was a, it was a private lesson that my biology teacher took with us because oh, she wow. was like, wow. "You guys need to have sex education." It was a girl <gasps> only. Only the girls. She was like, "You guys need to be informed about sex." Sex. Blah blah. Oh my god, blah. I love this teacher. But, and she, oh, she was great. She was amazing. Like, really brilliant that she did that. But she was like, "You're not allowed to tell the head teacher. You're not allowed to tell your parents and things like that." Wow. She was like, "I could lose my job for this." Wow. So yeah, she was great. So uh, shout out to uh, my teacher. Yeah, <laughs> my taking teacher. risks to give knowledge that's incredible I know, really, I know, teachers I need really to be like that I know definitely so I do I'm really I think sex education is something which really needs to be looked at in the UK but you know funding government parents what they think mm. all this stuff there's loads yeah. of things that I don't understand but then, about it in the meantime we can be there for people as yes, well yes. we school's can. not gonna do it we'll fucking do it yeah, yeah. <laughs> too right <laughs> fuck three the best fuck Okay, so I would like, I, I would a million percent say my boyfriend because the sex is brilliant. Yeah. Kind of annoying because I think I've told him he's the best person I've slept with. Oh no, that he, is annoying. I, think, like, I don't his I go. Kind of, but then he was like, oh, thanks, babe. And he didn't say it back. And he's three years younger than me, and not that that should make a difference. I was like, uh, uh, <coughs> like, our sex is great. I'm, I'm still here. Like, have you been having better sex than this with other people? Because this sex is great, and I don't think so. So I don't know. But yeah, that it would be him. But to not go on about him so much and not flatter his <laughs> ego way too much, <laughs> I would have to say the kind of the best sex kind of came from the best sort of like most exciting dangerous naughty experiences that I had around it like there was this guy that I, I hate to say it's him because he's an ultimate <laughs> oh, fuck boy no. no ultimate international fuck but sometimes boy international fuck yeah, yeah. Oh, no, well, that's why they're called a fuck boy because yeah. they know how to fuck and they get yeah. get away yeah. with it shit oh. and he's like yeah he was, a, he was a professional sports player who lived on the other side of the world but we went to the same university oh. together so knew each other from then mm-hmm. and we ended up the first time we hooked up was when it was after uni probably my first or second year after graduating and I was living in London he was over in London and he was like hey like we'd been texting and he was like hey come meet me I'd been on a date with somebody else ended up sacking the date off to go meet him at like this hotel suite where all his like team were having this big after party ended up going back to his hotel room and fucking him there and I was like I told him in advance I was like look I am on my period so if you don't want to see me that's cool and he was like 
I don't fucking care. Come here. Oh, <laughs> nice. That. I know. Love I know. That. And then like it was like one of those suites where it was like this walk-in like marble bathroom, like shower. <sighs> so we were like Stop. fucking in the shower, and I was like you know giving him a blowjob like in the shower in this rain shower, which actually like oh, it was more no. on him, not oh. me. It wasn't on me. Thank I was God, gonna say that. Like, yeah, sometimes you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it was like kind of like it made it steamy and sexy, and like it yeah. was it was great. And then you know it was on like the the sink, and then in the bedroom, and it was wow. just actually, like a porn scene. <laughs> It was like really classy, great porn. And it was, he had such an amazing body and everything was just so like heightened because it was like, we're in this like hotel suite and this probably shouldn't have happened. And I sacked off a date to be here. And yeah. It was great. And then we always like had this sort of like sexual, we get, we kept, we became friends after that. Cause then I got a boyfriend and yeah. things like that. And then if I didn't have a boyfriend and we're in the same place at the same time, we'd hook up and the same thing would happen again. And yeah, so it was always so that, co- it was always the environment it happened in was always so naughty. And that's probably what made it like the best fuck yeah. outside of my why, current Why is it when things are naughty and we shouldn't be doing mm-hmm. them, oh, it yeah. makes it yeah. so yeah. much better? I know, I know. And it's just like, oh, you know someone's like bad news. And like, but it just, I'm not, I'm, trust me, I <laughs> don't addiction. usually, I don't usually go for a bad boy. I'm usually yeah. just like, uh, like, you know, you're hot, but whatever. But yeah. I would just say like, no, like, cause I knew he lived in a completely different country and it would never be anything. Mm-hmm. It was just a no strings thing. Different. I wasn't going to get any emotional attachment to it. So yeah. it was great. <laughs> and you knew that he was good in bed. Wait, so how did he first have sex? With so him? that was it. That was that the first was the time. First that was the time. first time. So we'd kind of wow. like, yeah, that was just the first time. We never hooked up at universe. Actually, I did nearly. I I nearly <laughs> cheat. I nearly. It's really bad. I had this awful boyfriend when I was at university mm. and he was also on like one of the main sports teams. And this guy, the international <laughs> boy, yeah, one of the uh, fucking lads. I <laughs> hate them, but they have great bodies. Yeah. But yeah, um, so shallow. But yeah, like it was, I was like in this club and this international boy, he was like, you know, chatting me up and we were talking and then he got really close and then he was like, I'm not going to kiss you. And I was like, why? Just as we were like, literally like, I could like feel his breath on my face. And I was like, but why? And he was like, I'm really good friends with your boyfriend. I was like, uh, but he's oh, not, that. he's not my boyfriend. We're just seeing each other. And like this boyfriend was honestly the most awful person ever. He was actually like borderline, like abu- he was emotionally abusive. Oh and borderline, nearly yeah. physically abusive to me. Uh, so, scumbag. Yeah, totally. I should have got out of that relationship anyway, but that's mm. a whole different story. So yeah, so I nearly <laughs> hooked up with him then, but then he was like, oh yeah, I know your boyfriend. I was like, why? Are you oh, so that's the guy. Yeah, that's the guy. And I was like, oh. why are you? international guy who I then went on to sleep with in the future. Why are you entertaining me when you know I've got, I'm I'm going out with your friend. It it's must just, be the risk, like yeah, getting off the, the risk. The risk factor. Yeah. He Absolutely. obviously loves that he as well. He loves it, he loves it. But yeah, so it's, I would have to say he's probably, he's, prob- he's probably the best fuck. Oh, I hate to say it. Fuck number four. The worst fuck. Okay, worst. This was, I went through like an amazing breakup a couple of years ago. And I say amazing because I was very devastated for a few days. And then I was, then suddenly I was there like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm so liberated. I'm so happy and I'm free. And then I went on to have like the best single girl summer ever. And I went, I went out for drinks with my friend who was also recently single. And there was a guy who worked at the bar who like just kept like giving me the eye. And then at the end of the day, we swapped numbers. Mm -hmm. And then he texted me to be like, oh, like let's do something soon. And I, I know it sounds really weird, but he, I messaged me. 
and I don't use iMessage. I only use oh, WhatsApp. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. then the only people who iMessage me are like, well, message normally are like Domino's Pizza telling me they've got a deal <laughs> on or FedEx saying I've got a parcel coming. Yeah. So I was just like, I just forgot to reply. And then I went back. I was going back to the same bar a week later with my friend. And then I just thought, oh, fuck, I'll just text him and see if he's around. And then I text him being like, hey, are you working by any chance today? And he's like, yeah, I am. So he gave me loads of free drinks and then I got really drunk. And then he finished his shift and came to sit with me and my friends. Yeah. And we were all getting really drunk. And my friend was like, this guy's like, a loser like he's he was like but he actually turned Telling out to be straight yeah. and then she was there like and it actually did t- transpire he was there like oh he's like uh failed several degrees not the worst thing doesn't make him a loser but like it's the fact That's that he was there like he was like yeah i've got an exam tomorrow and we're like shouldn't you be at home and he was there, like he was like oh no like whatever like i'll just show up late for it i'm sure i'll get it done he did Shit. he did music he did music and sang in a band of course of course oh, yeah no. and then he turns out he was from gibraltar and brexit had just happened and he said that he voted to to leave oh my EU. fuck like obviously gibraltar was like the highest like constituency that said re- voted to remain what and was he, he thinking because he, he wanted he's like i wanted to fuck the system oh fuck i was off. just like and then my oh, friend my, i know and then my friend was like are you sure you want to go back to this boy <laughs> and i was like yeah like you were yeah. drunk yeah like it's great like fine whatever and then um my friend was like right i'm going home and she was like just just come home if you don't and she's like are you sure are you sure and i was like yeah i'm sure and then I went back with him. It took forever to get back because he refused to pay for a taxi. Um, what? Yeah, like we had to like get so many like night buses back to somewhere oh. in, somewhere far oh in West God. London. Got back and then we walked into his flat and there was like loads of like alcohol bottles lined up at the top of the kitchen shelves. Oh, like and a like a uni student. No, that's what I said. I burst out laughing. Like his flatmate was in in the in the, in the um, kitchen lounge and I burst out laughing and was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "This is so funny. This is like walking into a student's flat." And he was like, "Yeah, we are students." Oh. And then I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then I realized, of course, he oh, is a music yeah, student. Oh, the exam. Yes. So then he, he he calls his weed dealer and he's like, my weed dealer's outside. Ask his flatmate for money. Oh, he's like, my and then his, God. his flatmate was like, oh, I, like, bro, I gave you money, like, you know, the other week for weed. Like, you haven't paid me back yet. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll pay you back, like, you know, like, next week. So, yeah, he went out to then go meet the dealer. And I looked, like, at the window and she genuinely thought fuck, can I escape through this fucking window? Like, will I oh, will I break my legs shit. if I jump out? I'm only on the first floor. I think I can make it if oh I take my, my shoes off. And then, I, and then he comes back in and I'm like, oh, nope, I'm locked into this now. Like, you know what? It could be good. It could yeah, be fun. It could be so, great. Yeah, so we go into his bedroom. He, like, likes, like, starts rolling a joint and everything. He proceeds. This is the best bit. You know, we sort of start taking, like, kissing and taking our clothes off. And he's like, oh, let me put some music on. Uh-oh. He starts playing his, his own music. No, he didn't. Oh, oh my, that's psycho. That's psycho behavior. And he was like, do you like this song? And I was like, uh-huh. And he was like, and he was like, it's, it's me. me. Yeah! Oh, oh actually so painful. And then actually to this point, I was just there like, this is just actually quite a funny story. So I'm going to keep going with it. Roll with it. I was okay. like, I've we'll, definitely been in those I situations. Because I was like, there will come a time where I will tell this story. And here we are, guys. I will laugh. Yeah. So like, then we started doing stuff. And then he was like, oh, wait. He was like, do you mind like, um, if you suck my dick whilst I smoke a joint? It's just something that really turns me on. And oh, I, by this point, sake. I was just there like, fuck oh it. Yeah. Okay. God. Why not? And then I said to him, I was like, oh, do you have any condoms? And he was like, no. And I was like, well, oh, we're not having sex. Sake. And then I was there, like, he was like, oh, like, okay. And then I was like, like fuck, I've got one in my bag. So I, I took Good it out. Good on you. I yes. Know. I was like, yes, girl. I've got a condom. Let's let's just kind of get this over and done with. He could be quite good. And the sex was actually, it was okay. But he was just a little bit grimy. I was aware of the fact that, you know, the room stunk of weed. And he yeah. had his own music playing in the background. Oh, and then, like, creepy. he finished. And then I was like, right, okay, I'm going to go home. And he was like, oh, aren't you going to stay? And I was like, 
like, no. And he was like, but I'll get you breakfast <laughs> so, in the morning. And he was like, I was like, you've got an exam. And yeah, he was like, I'll bring no breakfast money. after the exam. And exactly, no money. So I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna get the bus home. I don't know why I was I was complaining he didn't get me a taxi back earlier and then I'm there like I'll get the bus all the way back from West London. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, but when there's two of you, you could have afforded a, ta- yeah, a taxi. Hey, split the fare. And like, also this was I'm guessing was this before the days of like Ubers, just so easy. No, this was like yeah, this was three years ago. This was very long ago. <laughs> but yeah, and then he wanted he was like oh like, don't you want to stay for round two? And I was like nope, you've got no condoms, and so yeah. that's that's uh-uh. my cue to leave. And he was like oh okay, so I literally ran out the he house. He probably and- would have been the sort of guy that would have used the same condom again oh, I think stop. he was thinking that like yeah. I swear looking at his face like he was gonna say that but then he's, he read he's, me he's just like a grimy student gr- yeah a like grimy stoner. student musician yeah. struggling musician student guy full stereotype yeah, honestly, right there everything so yeah he was probably the worst <laughs> because of that once again it's not necessarily the sex was awful it was the situation that it happened yeah. in yeah <laughs> I do love that story it's yeah. good it's yeah. hilarious it's quite because it it's not it's not like the worst like it's not a horrific situation it's just hilarious it's yeah. just, it like, how just, is this happening? Honestly, you know when you're sitting there and I was just like, why the fuck am I here? Fuck number five. The fuck that made me. Okay, so I kind of went through a little bit of... I was always, like, a really good girl when I was younger in school and... Well, you went to a Catholic um, school, so, yeah, yeah, you were taught to be. (laughs) and I was, like, always, like, you know, my parents were quite strict. I lived out of town, so, like, if I ever had to see my friends, it had to be arranged, I had to get a lift. Like, I wasn't allowed to get a bus by myself until I was 16, things like that. So I was quite, like, overprotected, so I went through a slightly rebellious stage for me when I was just turning 18. And I started sleeping with this guy who was, I think, three years older than me. And I remember I fancied the pants of him. That's quite a big difference for that age as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I I just, I was always, I really fancied him when I was 15. And he was in sixth form. And I was there. He was known as the sexy sixth former. Yeah. (laughs) We um, all have one of those. Yeah. Yeah. And then when, like, we kind of, like, got talking and then, like, started, like, hanging out, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And, like, we. Oh, this is so embarrassing. Like, we had sex in the back of my car in a a very, very public car (gasps) park at, like, probably, like... 10 30 11 in the evening like, so it's not I, even that late really the lights were all on it was bright <laughs> what was I, thinking? I think i was just so caught up in the moment but i think him as a person i think i knew not i knew what he was like i knew he was a bit yeah. of a player but that was the first time that i'd actually sort of entered into something knowing what i was getting myself into and being like i don't think i'll get emotionally attached to this guy because i don't think i can because i know what he's like like mm. i might like him as a person and be like i fancy you but i just know it won't go anywhere and i actually do think i am very good at separating my emotions like that some people are like some people just can't some people i do really believe can and i i think it was for me that was the first time i managed to just do the whole casual sex thing without right, really catching yeah. feelings yeah and it was really and also the sex was brilliant it was the first time i squirted and wow I, yeah and i thought i pissed myself and oh. it was in the, once again in the back of my car oh no that's the worst place to squirt because it's somewhere that's hard to clean i know i know and like i was just there like oh my god like i went oh my god and then he was like what he was like that was really hot and i was like uh, uh, and he was like yeah you just squirted because i thought i pissed myself yeah and he was like that's so sexy when girls squirt and i was thinking oh okay that was sexy like okay, i did pee myself I, like literal actual like piss because that's what i thought it was and i was mm. and it was it was great and he was like really good in bed and it was he had a great penis and it was just it was all really good and i think it for me was just a real eye-opening situation yeah so 
Especially casual sex without catching feelings and then they're having the whole emotional yeah, baggage of it all. Completely. And like, it's a big it thing. was, yeah. Mm. And I think for like, you know, being 18, what, like, actually, that was kind of fair play to me. And he was like, the, I think he was like the fourth guy I'd slept with. So, and he, he said to me, he was like, oh, like, you know, how many people have you slept with? Like, you know, oh, he's like, I bet you've slept with like, you know, 40 odd people. And I was thinking, I've only slept with four. Like these things, I've slept with quite a lot of people in that comparison means, to what like, I have. He thought you were good in bed. Oh, that's what I was thinking. I was like, wow, but I'm actually so inexperienced. <laughs> so yeah, I know. But he was like known as being a bit of a bad boy. But it was fine, and I had no issue with that. I was very aware he was probably sleeping with other people, but we mm. were being safe. So yeah, I mean, it's that's all good. That's fine. Yeah, and it was great. So I think that kind of like just really like I felt it was quite a liberating thing for me. For fuck's sake. We have a section on our podcast where our listeners send us in a question. This week's is, is it normal to hate being on top slash riding? I really don't like it, but I feel guilty that because I don't want to do it, I'm making my partner do most of the work. Oh, is this, do you know if this is from a, a female or a male? I don't know. It's okay. Synonymous. Oh, okay. so we have to be careful about our language. Okay. I have a feeling it's from a girl. Yeah, it sounds... It, oh, really? I was thinking it was from a guy making a girl be on top. Hmm. Because guys, you know, it's quite common for guys to be on top. Yeah. But then again... Yeah. I would feel the same way either way. Yeah, I, I was in a relationship once where I think our entire sex for the first part of our relationship was just me on top and I was like this is fucking boring yeah. like, <laughs> like you know aren't we gonna do something else and then but then also like I will completely admit I'm quite a lazy lover sometimes oh, like oh, we're exactly like, the yeah, same I'm like you know what babe like I'll lie back and you do what you want to me take control and then <laughs> yeah. I'm submissive yeah I don't do and then it's like work. so yeah like, I don't <laughs> think it's really anything to like I think it's good to like spice things up and give things a change but I don't I know if yeah it just comes down to communication yeah. really with your yeah. partner and actually talking to them and being like yeah hey like you know what do you like like I made it quite clear with Jimmy I was like is there anything you'd like me to do more of? Like, you know, like, are you satisfied? What else can I do? What positions would you like to do? And he's yeah. like, I'm really happy with everything. And I'm like, fuck, I want some feedback here. Yeah. You're just going to have to do and be like, how's this feel? Yeah, exactly. How's that? Yeah, I yeah. know. Like, let's do this. Be practical. Just, you know, things like that. So, I, But I think just like checking in with your partner and just seeing like what they Definitely. want and then communicating your feelings I guess and being like I don't really like going on top that much I want to please you that's your pleasure is important yeah. and then kind of come into compromise compromise mm-hmm. is important in relationships it's not a I sexy think, word but no it's important I, I, I think it's totally fine to not like being mm. on top. It's not my favourite position. <laughs> Definitely yeah. not. I, I find it a lot of hard work. I feel like my legs start aching. I'm like, how mm-hmm. can I actually make this feel good? Because I can't really like get the thrust yeah. in my legs. Like I need more muscles yeah. there or something. I I'm, don't know. I mean, it, it does really depend on the partner. Because yeah. sometimes you might find a partner where, you know, it just feels right being Completely. on top. And I, yeah. I've had that with like partners where it just felt awkward. And I had one partner who'd like never like look. He always had his eyes closed. And I was like, wow, don't oh, you want to look what? at me when we're fucking? Yeah. And that made me feel awkward but then I had one partner where like I don't know like it was I think I guess obviously people have different like rhythms of what they want when when they're like having sex and I think my it depends whether like the rhythm that I like when I'm on top doesn't necessarily go with the rhythm of the person who I'm with but when it does yeah it's 
fucking brilliant and I, lo- I actually love being on top like mm-hmm. and I find it really yeah. hard to come but actually like at the moment in the relationship I'm in like I'm it's not my favorite because I don't know like it's just like it doesn't feel as good as other things that we do yeah. so and that's I mean everyone's um genitals are completely different so new partners mm. are going to feel different yeah. to previous ones so you could like not be enjoying it at the moment yeah. and then you'll find someone that it's like the perfect fit yeah because yeah it's it's just different for everyone and that's totally cool as well yeah and so it could change in the future it doesn't mean that you're gonna hate it forever that's yeah. true and also you can be lazy whilst being on top oh yeah if you sort of like do yeah. the little hover move and then they go they go oh, at yeah you from and then underneath. they're like they're the ones who are doing it and then yeah i <laughs> yeah, love I, I, yeah that's yeah that's oh yeah, yeah they're holding you up yeah yeah, yeah. give you that little like, like leg rest yeah yes. bam 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 yeah and you're like yeah. okay like, this is what i wanted um, so for this person, I guess we need to, I mean, you need to talk to your partner. Mm. It sounds like yeah. your partner seems quite happy being on top. Is that the way that it's spoken no. from? She's This person's on top or they're on top? It's Well, they're saying that they hate being on top, but they feel guilty because mm. she they don't do it and they're making their partner do most of the work. Yeah. So they, they avoid going on top, so basically. This, this person definitely needs to say that she really doesn't enjoy being on top or she gets no pleasure yeah. from being on top. Yeah. Um, and explain if, why. Yeah, or if there are... Because there are ways that maybe they their partner could make it more enjoyable. Yeah, yes. definitely. Like, like a introduce sex a toy. toy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, little, a little bullet like exactly. on the clip can really like a make s- things much better. A small better. bullet goes a long way. Oh, a complete, <laughs> yeah. like that for me, I, w- I wouldn't even consider going on top unless I'm going to be using one of them yeah, so, or, yeah. A, or at least a you know a body wand or something even that's yeah. gone from oh. like small to big oh, yeah. But... yeah yeah completely it's perfect fucking hell this week's sex story is i was traveling with a friend and we were out on the pool in croatia we were drunk and having a fun dancing with the guys in the club I was getting with this guy who was a proper big adult man, maybe 23-ish, in brackets, I was 19. It was getting hot and heavy, so we went outside. I was intending just to have a proper makeout in private. We went behind the club and he picked me up and put me on the wall and started pulling my trousers down. I was a bit taken aback and sort of said while laughing in shock, whoa, hey, hang on because I didn't really want to have sex behind a club. But (laughs) he continued and we had sex. It wasn't bad, but I felt a bit uncomfortable and gross afterwards. I don't feel like it was rape, but I've always felt weird about it. Oh no, this this story started off really... I know, it it sounded off really sexy and then it went downhill. But I think that shows how quickly those situations can happen. Yeah, Yeah, and like the blurred lines of like consent and things like that and like where things certain like fall and at what point like you know does this become something else yeah i feel like she was raped it's hard to say with the situation i mean if she wasn't if she didn't feel comfortable but didn't say anything how's he gonna know well she did she was like hey well she said hey whoa what are you doing to taking off the trousers because we weren't there we don't know what it looks like Um, I mean I'm not sticking up for the guy at all and of course like everyone needs to learn about consent and And I guess it's like also like the non-verbal signals that people give you it's it's It's, supposed to be an enthusiastic yes a very clear like I want to do this then if if there's not that clarity then you need to stop and ask yeah and I think there is like definitely almost this kind of like subcategory of 
of rape and sort of sexual misconduct that happens when it is like a oh was it wasn't it and like when Mm -hmm, you do mm -hmm. leave and you feel like that wasn't something I was entirely comfortable with but I went along with it anyway and it's like I kind of did want it and then I didn't want it and it it can make things feel so hazy and confused Mm -hmm. I feel like we often do that Mm. where we just don't really voice our opinions at the time because we're too scared we don't really know what's going to happen what's he going to do if I say no what's he going to do if I push away because then if she does if she does say no and he keeps going then it is actually rape yeah it's I mean it's exactly like how we read this story it was great 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 and she probably thought it was great 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 until it got to a point where she was like I am not comfortable and I don't know how to get out of this and um, it's so easy for other people to say well if you don't want to have sex just don't have sex but it's not as simple as that there are so many other variables and you're also thinking about this person that you might like potentially have a relationship with Mm -hmm. um, and you don't want to hurt their feelings or you don't want to like upset the situation or make them pissed off but also it's just so bad in the situation once again because like guys why are men so shit at like reading reading ignoring they ignore signals they haven't been fucking taught they don't know it's so bad and I remember like my mum was the one who was there like why is like things like rape and consent not brought into sex educate your sex education yeah, exactly. in primary school and like in things like that? And she was always the one being like, you know, boys need to be taught not to rape and la la la, like not yeah. the other way around that like, girls need to do this. And it is, it's, it's frustrating. Like why, you know, not being able to read the signals. It's just such a frustrating situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's even harder when it's mm-hmm. the other way around. You know, when it's c- consent against men and they don't even know what to do or Completely, say. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Yeah. But it's unfortunately, all both sides. yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think with men as well, like. It's almost that thing like, you know, like, oh, like some like woman's coming on to me. Like I'm I'm supposed to be this to sexual this. like man. Yeah. yeah. I have to. Like it just can't possibly be them taking advantage There's a of lot me of because social pressure. I am, you know, this man. And it's like, yeah. So it's it's fucking yeah. hard. This poor girl. Yeah. I think it's That's just horrific. like it's it's always worth if you feel whether it was or wasn't technically rape, whatever, it's mm. it can't you can't let what it was or wasn't invalidate how you feel about it. Yeah. And I think yes. if you yeah. need to talk to somebody about it, don't think twice about like talking to like yeah. you know some someone, some form form of therapy. That's like, so true. On, if it's still yeah. coming up mm-hmm. as an yeah, issue, definitely, definitely. especially enough to write into us. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you use this story and this knowledge that you have to be to better yourself yeah. and to be able to figure out how to say no to go and talk to a therapist about it you know use this negative into a strength and be like right this will never happen to me again yeah Yeah, we need to we need to learn how to say no in these sort of situations like how do we build up that confidence at the time to be like actually no i don't want to do this yeah yeah completely and like because i mean i've been in so many situations as well when i've kind of like got myself into a situation and i like when it actually comes to like getting down to it I've been like fuck I don't want to do this and like yeah. I've been like oh like, I'm going to go I'm going to go and like they just it's get so well grabby awkward, and they're yeah. like me and they won't yeah. let you and then you're like Ugh. yeah scared Ugh. of that and it's it like, is it's, it's a bit scary and it yeah. does it gets scary and also it kind of it's that like you've kind of as a woman we have this weird innate desire for to, for for a man to like us and I definitely that's something I struggled with when I was younger mm-hmm. I wanted every guy to fancy the pants off me <laughs> yeah. but if I was rejecting them like obviously it was going to hurt their ego and they were going to yeah. be like oh you frigid bitch so it, it was hard like I didn't want to always do that I mean so, if yeah. it would be hard for us if we if we get in with this guy and then all of a sudden he's like oh no I'm not really sure I want to do this mm. we'd, we'd feel shocked as well we'd yeah. be like well 
what's happened, what's gone on. Yeah, Completely. you'd get super emotional. You'd be just like, why don't you want me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh we, we do it all the time. I mean, <laughs> that's hypocritical. Like, what, you don't want to have sex with me? Is it me? Am yeah, I hideous like, today? Yeah. yeah, and then we go home and then we look in the mirror and we're like, wow, what, is, what was it that yeah. you didn't like? So, yes. Yeah. And we just need to learn how yeah, to communicate things better and have an open space where we can just go, hey, like, I don't really fancy it today. That's cool. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. actually really cool. Let's yep. just yeah. watch a film. It's yep. all about communication when it comes I know. down to And it. I think that's the thing. Like, I, I think, you know, obviously your podcast is so great in talking about these things and like, taking the stigma out of these things. <laughs> so I think it does make it easier for women to talk about yeah. shit like this and feel more confident yeah. and comfortable talking about I think, things. Like I think that. it's great that she wrote in this story yeah. because yes. it's a really important thing to bring up. Yeah. Sex is not always fun. No. It's not always hot. It's not always, always pleasurable. Mm-hmm. Things like this do happen yep. and we do need to talk about them because otherwise they will continue to completely, happen. Completely. Completely. Yes. Very, very true. Well, if anyone else has any stories, then please email us on our new email. Oh, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> fksgivenpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, baby. I couldn't put fucks in the... I was trying to make the email. And they wouldn't let me put fucks. So I was oh, like, that, that username what? is inappropriate. Oh, inappropriate. Whoa, you are inappropriate. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> so inappropriate. Can't put a swear word in a email address, apparently. Huh. But, well, so, it F- makes sense. FKS. That, that's, yeah, FKS. I mean, we all know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> Fox. Fox. And Fox. also, Fox. and also, if you have a question, you can also email into the same address. Yes, please. Oh, Sophie, it's been such a pleasure having you on our podcast. Thank you for having me. I've been looking forward to this for so long and it was really good to talk about all these things with you. Yeah, (laughs) a little like conversation here. I was going to say like... Your stories are amazing. Oh my God, they were hilarious. And I hope everything goes well with you and your new boy. Oh, I hope so too. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Where can our curious fuckers find you? Um, Best place is um, on Instagram at Sophie Milner underscore FS. And yeah, that's probably the main the main place to get uh, get hold of me yeah and <laughs> check in for sunday's q and a's because you can Q&A. ask questions about sex oh yes you can <laughs> oh you're gonna so. get floods now oh, i hope so yeah <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much everyone who's out there listening to our hideous or sexy voices <laughs> Definitely <laughs> please sexy. remember to subscribe <laughs> I was going to say hit that notification bell because I was on a YouTube little rant. Yeah, like like, rant. like our video. Yeah, like it. No, you don't like a podcast. No, you, you definitely don't. Rate, rate, it. It. rate it. You rate, rate it. And review. Five stars and review it. What are you do on Spotify? Well, actually, I actually love seeing the podcast reviews. So if you, you? feel like you want to comment on this like it's a YouTube video just leave us a review instead yeah that that's on the Apple podcast system yeah Spotify doesn't have that luxury does it not no we don't have reviews oh well if Damn. you're li- listening on Spotify then I guess you can DM us yeah or email you can, us you can still like star and rate and download <laughs> download it guys that, that yeah. will help us out loads oh share it you know what? that's the best thing you can do is fucking share it <laughs> okay let's wrap this up okay <laughs> love you all bye bye love you bye bye, bye. <laughs>